0: When your company puts out 6 to 12 hours of content each week with no off-season, and there are dozens of outlets covering every rumor and backstage whisper, pulling off genuine surprises in a world of wrestling is a rare and difficult feat to accomplish. But it's exactly moments like this that keep even the struggling fans coming back for more.
1: As we approach a SummerSlam that could be chock full of surprises and AEW launches their Friday night show this week, we're going to discuss our favorite surprises in
0: wrestling history. That leaves us with just one question. Are
2: you ready? If you're not done with that...
0: Did I surprise you that with was, that? I was, it was a little surprising, I, was, right? And that's perfect <laughs> because today our two words are surprise me. Yeah. Don't call it a comeback because we've been here, as Drake said. <laughs> we we up in here to be surprised. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I think we've got, I think we've got some good stuff. You know, it's hard to be surprised in the wrestling business, especially with the internet and everything that's kind of going on. Mm -hmm. Um, You kind of just can't hide stuff, Yeah. which I think makes being a wrestling fan a little bit more difficult, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) We have been on a two month break and I just have to say from the bottom of my heart, we missed you so much. Don't ever leave us again. We'll never leave you again. Okay. I'm done being emotional. how have you been? I I have to say from the bottom of my heart,
1: what a garbage two months it's been. (laughs) So trash. (laughs) Just
0: trash on trash on trash.
1: So as a wrestling fan, I've been awful. But as a... uh, a human being on planet Earth, pretty good. Got a new, I got a new baby. You got a surprise, a new baby girl. Not well, a surprise. You... We knew she was coming. <laughs> I didn't think my wife, which is getting specifically fat in one area of her body,
0: <laughs> She's really big. You, I don't know what's are you going eating on. Eating balloon and it's moving. <laughs> so you got a new baby girl. How's that going? Uh, yeah, you know. She's fine, I guess. I know, I know. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. She's him, all right. um, keep her. It's okay. Yeah, baby girls are cool. Being a girl dad is is pretty awesome. I'm not a boy. I, I, I was never a boy dad, um, or not one yet. I guess I don't know. Um, but being a girl dad's pretty, pretty baller. So um, far. I mean, your baby's still barely.
1: A, a slightly bigger baby. My baby.
0: <laughs> we put our babies next to each other last night. I was like, holy crap, man. Did your baby eat my baby? <laughs> <laughs> my baby's big. But a lot, is. it seems like a lot has happened in the two months. And so let's just get down to it. All right. What's going on? Oh, okay. Well, we we gonna we're going to save talking about like
1: roster stuff.
0: Yeah, because later on in the show we are going to be talking about the next, roster next stuff segment and, um all of that. So we'll save don't don't worry. We'll get there. So let's talk about
1: SummerSlam which could have really great surprises. Yeah. Like the ever-present rumor that Becky Lynch is returning. Always there. No more hope for the fiend returning, but again, we're not talking about that, Matt. I know you're brokenhearted about it, but we're not talking about it. Uh,
0: the arms but, it
1: <laughs> but it also has the potential to bring the worst surprise possible in that we're back at the Thunderdome. It still has not been decided 100% if they're actually going to have fans in attendance or if they're going back to the Thunderdome for SummerSlam. It's really up in the air. This Delta variant is really causing a, a, kerfuffle. a kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Yes, a kerfuffle.
0: Yeah. I'm not uh, excited for the Thunderdome. I I can't I don't want to go back here. I can't there. keep doing the Thunder Can't do it again. Um it's just I can't Mm-mm. and it feels like we we did have it for almost a year, didn't we? Yeah.
1: Gosh. Nearly a solid year.
0: Gosh. I just, and, I, and like, watching fans, watching WWE with fans, and watching AEW with I mean, all it was more than fans. a year that we didn't have fans like, yeah. in
1: attendance, but yeah. the Thunderdome, yeah.
0: But watching wrestling with fans is like, oh, I forgot, like, the, how much energy the fans really brought, really bring to things. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, oh, boy.
1: It's been nice. It has been nice. It is, it is reinvigorated my uh desire to watch the shows yeah. cuz uh, we
0: both went through a through a phase where we just oh, yeah. stopped we pretty watched much that the pay-per-views
1: first, pretty much that first month after the the show the first season ended of our show yeah we just didn't watch anything nothing not because we were fatigued because it was awful we just couldn't do it and things kept making us mad yeah um
0: <clears throat> so i don't know um no SummerSlam, though i the card looks Pretty okay. Um, I don't feel like they've really hyped up a lot of it. You know, uh, let's take a look at the card real quick. Um, like, Seamus versus Damien Priest. Yeah, that's barely had any Like, I forgot Seamus was the United States champion. <laughs> um, really looking forward to Edge versus Seth Rollins. That's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Can, like, and, and I'll volunteer Matt to do it for free. Yeah. Um, Edge needs a new shirt. That the shirt. It's it's just it's it looks like it looks like he put it on in there himself. It looks like it's got like he was like, "Hey mom, I got some of those iron-on T-shirt presses. (laughs) We're gonna use we're gonna use uh, clip art and white iconoclast, (laughs) which who uh, who who didn't have to look up the word iconoclast that first week." Shut up, Matt. I I didn't. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Nikki, Nikki A.S.H. Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross as as champion. I love that.
1: Oh, yeah. The the end of the, it was Money in the Bank that we just watched, right? Yeah. Yeah. The end of Money in the Bank with her winning. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. Uh, Apparently fans
0: don't like her all that much. (laughs) <laughs> I think they just wanted, they wanted like actual Nikki Cross. True. Yeah. You know? Normal
1: Nikki Cross. So but I like, I mean, I, I'm a fan of the, the superhero gimmicks every yeah. time it comes up. I loved Hurricane Helms and, and uh, Mighty Molly. Loved them. I love Rosie.
0: Yeah. The sidekick. Oh, I love that whole fantastic. shtick. It's fun. Um, uh, watched The Suicide Squad this uh, this last weekend. Did you get a chance to catch oh, that? Oh, yes, I've seen it. Um so my first take on the first of all, I I liked the movie. I thought it was good. I thought it was much better than the first one. By like a mile. We're getting we're getting to John Cena though.
1: Okay, that's Just, why we're talking about it. Give it a second. It. I got it. <laughs>
0: What else did you think I was talking about? I for, honestly,
1: I forgot John Cena was in the movie
0: <laughs> until you said it. I, I, liked, it, I liked it better than, than the first one, but can we just talk about how this is not the family-friendly John Cena we were promised when we no. stopped being the doctor of thugonomics? It was. Like, he specifically was like, Ooh. oh, I shouldn't be saying those words, because my fans are little kids. Like when... Remember when Deadpool was coming out and yeah. like
1: Christians and the church was all like, please, dear Lord, parents, don't take your no. children to see Deadpool. It's going to f- be the worst superhero movie ever. It's
0: not fun. It's not Marvel. Like the Christian, normal movies. The Christian nerds really <laughs> tried to help out and none of y'all listen. <laughs> now,
1: Suicide Squad just full bore Holy cow, the gore in this movie. A lot of gore. <laughs> but like John Cena and it was a pretty good movie. <laughs> I turned my head away from the screen multiple times, but it was still a really good movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was a big fan. I was a really big fan of John Cena. I think he did good in that film, yeah. honestly. And
1: um, I and I think uh, I think that that does bode well for the series, the HBO Max series. It's going to yeah. be on that character. Um which I will probably watch. Yeah. Like, he did a good job. I
0: enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I think this is really the first, like, major movie that John Cena's done that everybody's like, okay, now we know he can act. Uh, How how was the reception for Fast 9? I mean, it was a Fast and Furious movie. We don't listen to the people that watch that. (laughs) I like the Fast and Furious movies. (laughs) They're guilty guilty pleasures. I feel like I need to watch the rest of them. I've watched like three or four of them. If you've Um, only
1: watched three, then you haven't gotten into the main story, because four really starts the main story.
0: Okay, okay. So I've only watched the first one. Uh, I watched Tokyo Drift. Um, That was the third one and I watched Two Fast and Furious
1: so yeah so the first one introduced like the main characters yeah second one is like almost all new characters I think maybe all new characters third one again all new characters all setting different places yeah. the fourth one now picks up with characters from all three movies and they start mm. telling the story and Tokyo Drift actually happens long in the future uh to these movies because yeah. the, one of the main characters are the main character from Tokyo Drift uh well, I mean, it's not a spoiler at this point if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's, it's like, so It's old. like 20 he years. He dies right? at the end. One of these he one of the main characters dies at the end of that movie. Yeah. Crashes. Well, he's a main character in several more movies <laughs> with with Dom Toretto and all that. Oh. We got family. Um, <laughs> but anyway, what were we talking about? Cena. Um
0: John Cena. Yeah, yeah. no. No, he Cena. did a great job. I liked
1: yeah. uh, I, I liked him in um uh, uh, Daddy's Home too.
0: <laughs> I forgot he was even in that film. I didn't know anybody watched Daddy's Home Two. This
1: is one of my favorite Christmas movies now. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. The the you know he's, he's he's eternally the guy that gets in everybody's face. And he's you know, belittled by John
0: Cena. It's fantastic to watch. I love it. Ah, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, AEW Rampage is starting, Starting uh, 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 as of this recording, is starting tomorrow night. Yeah, starting do, th- this Friday. This Friday, man. Uh, and there are some rumors about some good surprises. Oh, yeah, they're going to go all out for their first one. One surprise being that because it is in Chicago, that certain... Chick magnet punk is going to show up.
1: <laughs> A certain Pepsi fan.
0: Certain GI Joe guy. A certain failed MMA fighter. A certain <laughs> no drug doer. <laughs> Guy who doesn't drink, straight, straight edge. A certain straight edge guy. <laughs> um, that would be.
1: I mean, I don't care. I don't care if he's showing up to fight or anything. If he just shows up on the show, I'm in. I'm
0: ready. Yeah, for Yeah, no, it. it's it's gonna be great. If CM Punk shows up and he's done, he's done what CM Punk has done because he, um, he was he was in an interview and they were talking about something. He because uh, he's going to be in the new Stephen Amell series, Heels. Oh right, right, right. Which is a. Uh, is it Showtime? Stars, Stars so is making yeah. a show about a small time wrestling promotion about, uh, about a
1: shoe company. Yeah, um, that uh, makes shoes exclusively for women. Yeah, and, heels. Uh, and
0: CM Punk is going to be CM Punk's going to be the rival <laughs> shoe company. <laughs> uh, um, no, so he's going to be in that. Uh, so somebody asks him, like, "Oh, what are you going to be doing?" This Friday, he's like, I don't know, I'll probably be at a screening for heels, because that's all coming out, doing promos, you know, and and stuff, but, you know, we've been lied to before.
1: <laughs> uh, you forgot a couple big matches, though, here. John Cena what versus we? Roman Reigns, you started talking about John Cena. <laughs> oh, John yeah. John Cena versus
0: Roman Reigns, are you excited for that at all? Is that actually happening? That's what it says. Okay, because, it says on because I know uh, when Finn Balor came back... Oh, yeah, they were teasing that, I, did
1: you not catch what they did? John Cena basically—they were supposed to have a contract signing. John Cena basically came out, beat up Finn Balor, and signed his own name on the contract. Oh. And so it's happening. I did like that that yeah. twist though. That T. Somebody should let him know that's not how contracts work. <laughs> hey, this is like, this is fantasy.
0: Like the name that's printed has to the, <laughs> the signature.
1: All, then, uh, all Finn
0: Balor has to do is be like, "Yeah, that's my signature."
1: And then Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg.
0: That match could be the star of a TV show called Wrestling <laughs> Matches I Do Not Care About.
1: <laughs> like it I is really I really want it to be a squash match for Bobby Lashley to just destroy just Goldberg, in, Goldberg in ten seconds. My problem is like, like Goldberg did to the fiend. Yeah.
0: We all know what th- what this match is for. We all know why they're doing this. They put the belt on Bobby Lashley. They realize that Bobby Lashley's too big and strong to really lose to anybody, <laughs> except for the big bad Goldberg. So they're gonna make they're gonna put it on Goldberg. Oh, but Goldberg's fifty two years old, so it's gonna be easy for Finn Balor to take it off of him, or for Dolph Ziggler to take it off of him, <laughs> or whoever. Yep, just doesn't.
1: Yeah, it's just he's 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 had his he's had his run. It's a transitional belt. he's becoming he's becoming the new Ric Flair, the new Hulk Hogan, the new just person that won't stop. It's time to stop. Yeah, it's time to stop. Goldberg
0: can't stop, won't stop, but should <laughs> stop. Uh, uh, what else do I have? I mean, I mean what
1: you got? Uh, NXT's been crapped on pretty hard. Yeah. Not not just with the roster releases, but just like they they don't want to hire what's known as midgets when really they're just talking about anybody under six foot two. <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally the decree that came down. No more midgets. Like I don't recall I read that. I'm like, I don't recall any midgets in NXT. Do they have a midget they, division? No.
0: They don't. (laughs) You're checking 205 Live. There's got to be something. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So
1: that's fun, because that's exactly what we want from NXT, just more really big. We just want all Walters. That's all we want in NXT. Nonstop Walters. Yes. Because, you know, Adam Cole hasn't done anything amazing. No. (laughs) No. Finn Balor wasn't one of the greatest NXT champions of all time. Uh, no, Ugh.
0: that's not true. That's not what happened. Yeah, uh, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Bum. No, he's a bum. <laughs> Granted, I Get think Seth Rollins is like 6'3 but <laughs> but
1: dull. still, the the implication is they want big. Yeah, they want big guys.
0: All that beef,
1: beef, yeah. steaming hot
0: Just, beef. Ew. Who allowed it to leak that someone used the term midget?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was Vince McMahon who said it, and uh, <laughs> so everybody who's upset with Vince McMahon, it might have been Triple H himself. <laughs> it brought Strowman.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, everybody, I got something
1: to say. Just meat castles from now on. Just meat castles. <laughs>
0: Vince don't like midgets. We've said we've said that word a few too many times. Probably now. enough, yeah. Probably enough to get us in trouble. We we love all of our uh we love everybody. Whether you're Let's not get into it. Yeah, under five feet or not. We love you guys. And we uh. would never want to offend you. Um because we love you nerds. Uh you got a few more things? No, I, that's all I got for this. So. Okay. Um, so, so, uh, Kevin Nash kind of came out today. Kevin Nash made, uh, an interesting statement regarding Mick Foley. Uh, and he said, let's pull up what he said. Um, I'll say to the day I die, the, uh, it was, it was on 83 weeks, the, um, Oh,
1: that podcast with yeah. Eric Bischoff.
0: Uh, Eric Bischoff podcast. He was on the 83 weeks podcast, and they were talking wrestling. And uh, Nash said, "I'll say to the day I die, one of the biggest parts of our business that died happened at Hell in a Cell you know, when Mick Foley fell uh, 40, whatever he fell, 40 feet through that table because now we took work and made it a stunt." And He was talking about how safe Hulk Hogan was to work with. Like he was like he said, "You know, I knew every every single night that I went out to work with Hogan." I'd come back into the locker room The same as I went out Mm. He said that all changed When Mick Foley started doing all these stunts And he he made the comment He said that in 2002 or 2003 They had wanted him to be in some Hell in a Cell matches And he said I'll do it But I'm not going outside of the cell Because the point of a cell Is to keep people locked in
1: And that's a spot in almost every Hell in a Cell match Ever since that match Is yeah you go out and you climb the top of it So what do you think about that? Uh, do you think? Do you think it's now it's overused? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, um, I think the match itself is one of the greatest in history because it was so different, and so surprising, yeah. and so uh, just brutal. But he's absolutely right in saying that. Oh yeah, that ruined things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, that definitely changed the way work was done. Yeah, because it had to be. It had to be spectacular from that moment yeah. forward. Like, having the next Hell in a Cell match after that had to have been rough. Like, well, this ain't going to be no Undertaker versus McFoley right here.
0: But you know what? That was, like, the fourth mo- fourth or fifth most dangerous thing that happened in that match.
1: Right, yeah. I mean... <laughs> he fell through the top Dude of the thing. lost an ear. Uh, well, that didn't happen there. Was that not it? No, that okay. was when he got caught in between the ropes. That's true. That's um, true. No, what happened there was he fell... The the thing was not supposed to give way. He wasn't supposed to fall into the ring. Yes, that's Undertaker true. Undertaker choke slammed him, and he fell into the ring. He landed on a chair. The chair fell with him. The chair then bounced up and smacked him in the mouth, ah, yeah. and knocked a tooth all the way up through his nasal cavity and into his nose. And you could see it just sitting in his nose. That's and then it. they had the thumbtacks.
0: Yeah, that thumb he tacks.
1: got uh, tombstone pile drivered on. <laughs> Yeah, I just that that's, so many bad that's so many bad brutal. That's so
0: brutal. Well, we want all wrestlers to work to work safely because we want everybody to go home the way you came. Um when <laughs> we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about the awful, awful, no good, very bad, disappointing two months that it's been.
1: This week in nerd history, computing becomes personal. Nerd history to the 1980s, IBM had largely been known as a provider of business computer systems. As the 1980s opened, their market share in the growing mini-computer market failed to keep up with competitors, while other manufacturers were beginning to see impressive profits in the microcomputer space. The market for personal computers was dominated at the time by Tandy, Commodore, and Apple, whose machines sold for several hundred dollars each and had become very popular. The microcomputer market was large enough for IBM's attention. IBM had previously produced microcomputers such as the 1975 IBM 5,100, but targeted them towards businesses. The 5,100 had a price tag as high as $20,000, far outside a standard home's budget. The design process was kept under a policy of strict secrecy, with none of the other IBM divisions knowing what was going on. After settling on the Intel 8088 CPU to build around, the motherboard was designed in just 40 days. A working prototype was created in four months and demoed in January of 1981. Manufacturing began that April, and on August 12, 1981, IBM debuted the first PC, selling for $1,565. Reception was overwhelmingly positive, with sales estimates from analysts suggesting billions of dollars in sales over the next few years, and the IBM PC immediately became the talk of the entire computing industry. Dealers were overwhelmed with orders, including customers offering prepayment for machines with no guaranteed delivery date. By the time the machine was shipping, the term PC was becoming a household name. Sales exceeded IBM's expectations by as much as 800%, shipping 40,000 PCs a month at one point. However, almost as soon as the PC reached the market, rumors of clones began, and the first PC-compatible clone was Released in June of 1982, less than a year after the PC's debut. Because the IBM PC was based on commodity hardware rather than unique IBM components, and because its operation was extensively documented by IBM, creating machines that were fully compatible with the PC offered few challenges other than the creation of a compatible BIOS ROM. Simple duplication of the IBM PC BIOS was a direct violation of copyright law, but soon into the PC's life, the BIOS was reverse engineered by companies like Compaq, Phoenix Software Associates, America Megatron and award, who either built their own computers that could run the same software and use the same expansion hardware as the PC, or sold their BIOS code to other manufacturers who wished to build their own machines. The clone market eventually became so large that it lost its association with IBM's original, and the term PC became a set of de facto standards established by various hardware manufacturers. But for more than a year, IBM was the king of the PC, and is largely credited for the idea of having a computer in your home. Think of where we'd be without it. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more.
0: to the two words podcast boing, boing. the best wrestling podcast on the two on the love thy nerd network of podcasts <laughs>
1: the best podcast for wrestling named two words out there it's the best technically well, there is another one have we there? ever discussed that no there was another two word. it was called two words for you and it has one episode and it sounded like they recorded it by plugging a potato into their computer and talking loudly into that. So I didn't feel bad about taking their name.
0: There's some guy <laughs> sitting in his apartment in Fort Wayne, Indiana, with his computer and a potato, going, hey, I'm really proud of that! <laughs> but, um, finders keepers. No, well, we're, I guess we're sorry. But... <laughs> Sorry, we're, not sorry. We're not that sorry. Um, but during our break, the WWE did what the WWE does, and that is disappoint us. <laughs> they do what they do. But they do. They just, they they're consistent they at the very least. Um, they disappointed us this time by releasing enough talent to f- almost fill up a, a whole nother dang roster. hmm. To um, start a whole new show. Uh, yeah. That list of <sighs> superstars includes. <gasps> Bobby Fish, Jake Atlas, Mercedes Martinez, The Bollywood Boys, Samoa Joe, Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Tony Nese, Tony Nese's 200 Ab Muscles, Braun Strowman, <laughs> Aleister Black, Buddy Murphy, Lonnie Ruby, Lana, Ruby Riot, Andrade, Lars Sullivan, Stephen Cutler, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Mickey James, Ric Flair, and Bray Wyatt, and... About a dozen other. Okay, well, Ric Flair
1: asked for his is out. He wasn't fired. And I get that, time. but we still have to talk about them. I mean, that's the point of the
0: segment, because because we to... because I have one question. Yeah. What gives?
1: <laughs> for real, I mean, y'all just made. I think something. I think it was like five billion dollars selling the network to Peacock. Like. Yeah. Give it a little time before you just fire everybody on the dang planet. Like. But they but
0: they I mean they fired some top tier. So, yeah, yeah. Uh
1: the Bronze Strowman, Bray Wyatt, those two are my biggest disappointments.
0: But but even guys who could who could have been top tier talents like Alistair Black, uh um, yeah.
1: well I I get that one though. They they've struggled trying they, to get him to catch did, on. And they but
0: that's not his fault. No, um, yeah, no. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, like that didn't yeah, make that a whole hurt. lot of sense. Yeah, that one hurt. Um, Samoa Joe, at the time, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. does now. It, it makes more sense now because um, Samoa Joe's back on NXT. Um, they fired him just
1: so they could hire him back at a lower cost. That's all yeah. that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was still saving How money. I did not
0: see that. <laughs> just
1: in a really rude way.
0: Yeah. He's like, man, you could have just. Could have just asked <laughs> Probably taken a pay cut I, He'd probably have taken a pay cut just to wrestle Yeah he would have taken a pay cut
1: yeah. to just be moved down To NXT yeah. without the process of being Future endeavored
0: Yeah so um, I, I guess uh, My The real question is what do, what do Some of these talents do now And so I, I Like I look at like Bobby Fish Well Bobby Fish was in Undisputed Era And I know they broke up Undisputed Era But that was a dumb decision too Oh it sure was Because that was the best thing on NXT. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, And now you look at NXT's ratings, mm -hmm. and they're bad. They
1: lost. Um, They lost. They lost the Wednesday Night Wars. They seceded to Tuesdays.
0: And then AEW was like, okay, now we're done with Tuesdays. We can move to Fridays.
1: And SmackDown's the number one show for WWE right now. This is going to be interesting. It really is. Good luck with
0: that. Um, So I'll throw out a few names, and you just let me tell me what you think Is their best option? Um, I'm not sure. I'm. I'm Let's go with Tyler Breeze and Fondango as a a tag team. Let's go with uh, what was what was their tag name? It's been so long since I've said. Brizongo, 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 the Fashion Police, the Fashion Police. Yeah,
1: I mean, if we're talking best option, I feel like the best option for almost all of them is AEW. Yeah, but. When we're talking about a realistic Realistic. option. Realistic best option. I feel like they go to Impact. (laughs) Definitely go to Impact. I'm definitely seeing Impact in their future. I feel like they would fit there.
0: (laughs) Um, Aleister Black is now Malachi... Black. Davis? Oh, is it Malachi Black? Malachi Black. I don't know. Malachi Smith. (laughs) Um, He released that really cool video, and then a couple of days later... um, he was in AEW. I'm really well, excited sh- about him. And
1: it was really weird with the name change because yeah. he showed up on AEW, and the you know the commentators are all, like, "Who's that? Wait a minute! Is it? Can that be? It's Malachi Black!" And like yeah. nobody knows who, Malachi, who Malachi Black, Black is. Black is. <laughs> you can't just do know- that. They you do can't that can't
0: just every know his time, name. though. They do that every <laughs> single time.
1: You can't just know his new name and think that it's always been that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Buddy
0: Murphy, I'm going to say, goes to Impact. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I don't know. I just saw a story today that AEW is interested in Buddy Murphy. Really? Yeah.
0: Good for them. Good for so him. Maybe. maybe. Uh, Tony Nese, Impact. Yeah. Jake Atlas, Impact. Steve Cutler. Maybe we got uh, Ring of Honor. Steve, Do we got some Ring of Honor people yeah. in there either? Um. <laughs> S- Steve Cutler Looch is going to work Ring of Honor uh, when he's not working his shift at the sawmill. <laughs> um... Peyton Royce and Billy Kay.
1: I think they'd be great in AEW because the women's roster needs a
0: boost over there. But I also just don't see that happening yet. I think they start the AEW tag team, the women's tag team division. You think so? Yeah. I would love to see it. I'd yeah. be all for it. Definitely. Um, oh, uh, did you also hear what came out about that? That's
1: yeah. that's Iconics, right? No. Yeah, the Iconics, yeah. It was, it was their decision to break up really it wasn't WWE that's weird that makes me sad (laughs) I mean it makes me mad at each other I don't know
0: I don't know but they they chose they chose to do that that. sounds awful um Braun Strowman let's get into the real meat 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 castles
1: uh shoot I mean I feel like the only place he could go right now is AEW because he's such a big talent
0: I just don't think there's a place for him in AEW you don't think so no I feel like they lack in the really big
1: guys do they who do they have that's really big that's good um they got big show
0: they've got <laughs> uh i mean they got paul white and mark henry who i know aren't, aren't necessarily going to be right, wrestling yeah uh I mean, they they've got luchasaurus a... well okay they've yeah he's got, pretty big uh,
1: he's not broad but he's they've big. got
0: um the murder hawk monster uh lance archer
1: yeah but i mean i feel like they need a I'm a, a monster monster. Um, yeah, maybe
0: I also just don't see that character working with the AEW. You don't brand. Think so? I don't think so. I think he's going to have to become a lot more gruff. Maybe. Um, a lot more. I really don't think
1: he's that far away though.
0: Yeah. I mean, he could, he could figure it out cause he figured out, he figured out his character in AEW or er, in WWE yeah. really well. Um, I actually would like to see Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt get back together. Mm-hmm. Um, And form the uh, the Wyndham family is what they (laughs) what they were going to call it, Um, because one of the one of the rumors was that it would be really cool. I guess not a rumor that it would be really, really cool. Um, But one thing that said would be really cool is if Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt and Joseph Rudd, formerly Rowan uh, Rowan. Yeah, Eric Rowan. um, They could get together. uh, But they said really the only place for that to happen would be impact. You think so? But I think, I think they go over to Impact for a little bit, and then you set up like a. Okay, so so well, I so mean story with time. Impact
1: they could still be yeah
0: with connected A-W. with AEW yeah. because so, of so what here's been doing. here's story time. Okay, we we get Bra- uh, we get Braun Strowman and uh, Bray Wyatt and Joseph Rudd, and they're doing their thing, and they're like the the evil cult whatever, and at some point. They run into the Dark Order and Bray Wyatt just kind of like stares at him for a few minutes and is like, yeah, if you guys need anything, call me. And just like, (laughs) so he backs out like just to tease, just to tease, just Just to have him and all of the Dark Order is kind of like, oh, is he going to be our new leader? Because, you know, he was really good buddies with Brody Lee. And he's like, I'm not going to do that because I don't think you can replace (laughs) Brody Lee as the head of the Dark Order. I mean, yeah you shouldn't but it, you but at shouldn't.
1: that but at that point or what do he just do we just give up on the dark order because right now what they're doing is just comedy it's not
0: what they intended to do I don't think what they intended <laughs> to do was working though <laughs> well like maybe. I think that's why they started going to the comedy but maybe Marber. um uh, Lars Sullivan does he just go back to his film career <laughs>
1: I don't even want to put him (laughs) on the list. He shouldn't have been there to begin with. Let's just forget him.
0: Uh, Is Mickey James going back to TNA? I don't know. I feel like she might be done. You got somebody fired after she got fired, which deserved. Yeah, you don't treat Mickey James that way. You send
1: Mickey James junk in a garbage bag through the mail. The heck, you're trash. You're. (laughs) Um, Um, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, though, are elite that's exciting. We talked about CM Punk a little, but yeah. Daniel Bryan going yeah. to AEW is also just it's... I would love to see them as a tag team again.
0: Th- that would be a <laughs> lot of fun. Um I think it's I think it's more likely cuz CM Punk still isn't even admitting that he's wrestling. Yeah. He's wrestling. Like he hasn't even <laughs> admitted I don't even think he's admitted that he signed a contract with AEW. That's true.
1: Um, but, th- but I guess my point to that is AEW has been sucking up so many characters, so many Spinge. people, that uh, we're running the risk of WCW again. Yeah, of just too much talent. Yeah, uh, WD, same same issue that WWE has now: too much talent to actually utilize everybody. So That's I, I'm worried.
0: So, lastly, let's talk about um, Josiah Williams. Josiah Williams. <laughs> I think Josiah Williams is going to go. <laughs> I, they let him
1: go, man. It hurts my heart. I, I know. see you can see him on his YouTube know. page, just like, well, what do I do now? I moved all, I moved my my wife and I down here and
0: everything. We're and, down in Tampa. <laughs> I had a job for six months.
1: Uh, anyway, sorry. Um, Last uh, thing, what?
0: So Rick Flair requested his release and got mm-hmm. it uh, on August sixth, mm-hmm. August third, August sixth, something like that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think that's all about? Oh, he. Because post- I have a theory.
1: He posted a photo today of him in the gym. Hell oh, yeah. I, and uh, and and, I think it was Booger T. Said that Ric Flair told him he's never going to retire, and if he had the opportunity to be back in that ring right now, he would be. I think. I think he shows up on Impact.
0: You think he shows up on Impact? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, he, uh, so him and not Jay, AEW. Him and Jay Lethal can have another boo off. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: think he's back to Impact. Nah. Giving his crew there,
0: I do not. I mean, look. So I, I, I have a theory of him being in AEW.
1: I mean, yes, yeah, so I was about to say, can, would AEW pass up that opportunity? That's a direct thumb in the eye.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> A couple of reasons why I think he could end up in AEW. Um, I think he requested his release because he was sick of being the of his storyline being the "I'm sorry, I'm an old man" thing. Like I'm an old creepy man. Like I'm sorry that I'm old and I messed things up. Like, that's what it is. It's like watching a movie where, like, the old man is, where the dad is trying to do something by himself, but he, like, winds up spilling tea or, like, breaking a glass, and the daughter winds up losing her freaking mind about it. Like, Dad, you know you can't cook dinner by yourself! Stop trying to make peanut butter and jellies! (laughs) Last time you used barbecue sauce. <laughs> like, it's just, it's cringy and it was awful. And it I don't think bad. he deserved that. Right. Um, and I'm, I mean, not to, not to belittle, not to be mean to Charlotte Flair, but I can't believe Charlotte Flair allowed that. Right. Like, multiple allowed times. to do that to her dad.
1: Multiple times. Multiple <laughs> times the storyline has been Charlotte belittles her dad. Yeah. For weeks
0: on end. Yeah. Um, so I think that he got out, and he was kind of like, you know, and maybe he just feels like he owes it to Dusty to go support uh, support the the Runnell family. Um, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. Uh, Arne Anderson is over there. Tully Blanchard's over there. That's true. A lot of the old guard. See, the thing is, the thing that I think would be fun is um, you get Arne Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and oh, this wouldn't work. Because Arn Anderson is with Team Goody. Mm. You'd need Arn Anderson over in Pinnacle. Because then you could do like a four horseman reunion. Mm-hmm. You could get Ole Anderson to come back. Or you could get um the other one. Who's the <laughs> <no>. <laughs> get Dean Malenko to come back or you get um uh Crispin Waz kid? Is Crispin Wazkid wrestling? Yes. I didn't know that. He's wrestled a few matches. I didn't know that. Um, independent. Apparently, he's really, really good. Um, but do like a like a four horsemen reunion kind of thing. and Because uh, a lot of people said, you know. no oh, excuse me. A lot of people have said that him with, as like a manager for uh, MJF and then staying as a manager for Darby Allin, they could put like an old WCW twist. Kind of really lean into that sort of stuff. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could. I don't know. I think it would be fun. Um, let us know your thoughts. Uh, find us on Twitter or Facebook uh, at two words LTN. You like that I got that right? You did. You got, I it, got right. it right. First try, too. <laughs> I'm evolving. Um, and only let took us know, you an entire season. Only, t- only took me a year and a half, but I did it. Um, but let us know uh, what you think, if there's something we missed, if there's something we're not thinking. Maybe we're just stupid, and you think we're stupid, and you want to tell us that. Go ahead, tell us. We're, we're okay. fine with that. I've had bigger women than you have told me that. <laughs> But when we come back, we're going to talk about the biggest and best surprises in wrestling history. So stay tuned.
2: Have you ever been around another person who used a word or phrase that you were absolutely certain that you should know? But you didn't? Well, of course you have. Hey, don't worry, nerd, because we've got some great news for you. You're about to learn something brand new, and this will be useful. Not like that throwaway knowledge like math or science. This is the real world, bub, and you need to be able to hold your own in a nerdy conversation. So pull up a chair and pay attention, because LTN's got another nerdy definition for you. This week's nerdy definition is Discord. Classified as a VoIP or voice over IP, instant messaging, and digital distribution platform, Discord is a program available on Windows, Mac OS, Android, iOS, Linux, and web browsers that is specifically designed to help you create and develop community. Though it is now a heavily relied upon property for the gaming community, Discord had no target demographic when it was released to the public in May of 2015. It took absolutely no time at all for the gamers to flock to Discord, abandoning their other programs like TeamSpeak, Ventrilo, and IRC in the process. Discord had found its niche in gamers. You'd be hard pressed to find a streamer, YouTuber, publisher, or developer without a Discord server. And some would even say that they use it as their primary means of communication. And when you've used it to its full potential, it really is easy to see why it appeals to more than a gaming audience, and why in March of 2020, Discord changed its motto from "chat for gamers" to "chat for communities and friends" in an effort to appeal to a wider user base. Now, we at Love Thy Nerd do have a Discord server that you can join just by heading over to lovethynerd.com/discord. We also have several resources on our website that will help you better understand what Discord is and how to use it. Simply head on over to our website at lovethynerd.com and search for Discord. So, the next time someone asks you to join a sweet Discord server that they know about, you can smile and nod at that nerd because, well, you understand that reference.
0: Two words podcast here exclusively on LTN Radio. Matt, yes. we've had some surprises. Yes, I mean we've talked about our surprises with CM Punk signing and and Daniel Bryan signing and the yeah. thought that maybe they could show up in AEW. Um, a lot of surprises have happened, but you know we talked about at the beginning of the show. It's kind of hard to keep surprises. Yeah, with the age of the internet, with the age of social media everybody's got something, everybody's posting something and surprises just aren't surprises anymore. Um, but that's still kind of what this business is made out of is the ability to keep a good secret. Mm -hmm. So what's your favorite surprise of all time? We're gonna jump right to the favorite. Let's just what you well. What's the, do you have the worst surprise? <laughs> well, I have a list, but I was gonna build up
1: to the like favorite. The,
0: okay. Well, I mean, give us some of your favorites. You have a okay. list of
1: favorites. I'll start with uh, some some of it. Okay. Uh, my my first like when I was when I was first watching when I was a kid, the first big surprise I remember was uh, DX actually going to WCW Nitro. That was, that was like amazing. it wasn't. It wasn't a bombastic surprise. It was a you know a gimmick or whatever. But the fact that you looked around, you saw the the marquee on the the arena and everything, and they're talking to their fans all that. I'm like, oh man, that stoked my young heart <laughs> for like, ooh, we're really gonna have a real ro- war. And that whole episode, you're waiting because they're yeah. they're doing it in little snippets. You know, that yeah. whole episode, you're waiting. If somebody from WCW is going to come yeah. out and you know, they didn't and that's fine. But just the fact that they had the audacity to do that, that was, that was a surprise for my, my the, young
0: uh, I loved it. Uh, not Vince Russo. Um, Bischoff. Bischoff on 83 weeks, him and uh, Conrad Thompson were talking about that episode. Yeah. And, uh, Bischoff was like, yeah, they did that. They really did that in the middle of of, uh, of a taping. And Conrad Thompson was like, Yeah, but all of the stuff was filmed like in the daytime, and you're on the east coast, so at six o'clock it would be dark. So mm. they couldn't have been. And Bischoff was like, No, I'm pretty sure they did it during the thing. And Conrad Thompson winds up screaming, It was
2: daytime!
0: <laughs> the sun was out! <laughs> It was. Just got
1: so worked up about it. But, I mean, there were fans there outside yeah. in line, so, yeah. I mean, it couldn't have been so much earlier, right? Yeah. Like, it was no. close enough to the show that fans were showing up to line to get in. So, I mean.
0: Uh, Undertaker surprises Randy Orton after Randy Orton thought that he had murdered the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. That's like, the, just the look on his face. I love that they go back to that and that that hu- his huge eyes. Um and that's just like, it, it brings all that, because that was still, they were kind of coming out of the supernatural thing of of whatever, but like, the Undertaker survived being burned alive, like, mm-hmm. this is the greatest thing ever.
1: <laughs> uh, Hulk Hogan is the third man. Hogan I mean, is the third classic. man! This is a classic. This is a, like, you, even before I was a wrestling fan, everyone knew Hulk Hogan.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, we talked about John Cena being you know the 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 family friendly supposed to be the family friendly friendly guy for all time. Hulk Hogan was the say your prayers, take your vitamins, go to school, whatever else I don't know what the other. Listen one to was. your parents. Listen to your parents. He was the guy, and to come out as the third man, the the heel turn, yeah, that broke what was uh, what existed of the internet at the time. <laughs> <laughs> for NWO to start was I mean he came out to leg drop on on Randy Savage. Yeah.
0: I mean it was crazy. It was the best. Um, yeah I mean yeah. And the the best thing about that surprise was there were so many rumors about who was going to be, the gonna third be man. yeah. At one point Dave Meltzer was like Maven's going to be the third man. <laughs> or Mabel. Ma- uh, Mabel. Mabel. Like, Mabel will be the third man. And somebody's like, no. Gross. No, please that's not. not. That's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Bret Hart was supposed to be the third Hart, man. I
1: heard that, yeah. Well, Bre- Bret Hart was going to be if Hulk Hogan decided to not do it. And yeah. Hulk Hogan stayed on the fence for a while because he was unsure if the people would take to it. With it. But it revitalized his career. Yeah. Like, it put him back yeah. in the top. Spot of people caring about him, like he was always in the top spot of WCW just because who he was, but people didn't care about him as much.
0: People thought Sting was going to be the third man. Yeah, you know? like that made any sense that whatsoever. Could have been
1: cool too. <laughs> that could have been cool too. Wouldn't
0: um, have made much uh, sense,
1: but it could have been cool.
0: um uh, Sting in the Sting mask. Yeah, I love dude. how surprised. <laughs> I love how surprised everybody in the ring acted. like, what? <laughs> He took the mask off, but his mask, mask is still his there. It still stings, face. <laughs> um, a sad, a sad story, a sad surprise. Okay, we're not going back and forth. Uh, we, we can go back and forth, <laughs> but um, I've already started this story. Got it. <laughs> it's WrestleMania 33. We're watching in uh, this little apartment that that we were renting when we first got married. And the internet was kind of slow, kind of sloppy, um, so there was a lot of lag and that sort of thing. Matt and our good friend Mike Thompson mm-hmm. uh, had come to watch WrestleMania with us. It was, it was, it was, our, it was the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> and at one point, the internet freezes up, and I try to fix it. Uh, I, try to, I try to figure something out, because we really wanted to watch this tag team match, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, it skips ahead and stops again, and... Uh, Mike goes, I think that's Matt Hardy's pants. That's Matt Hardy's butt. That's Matt Hardy, and the Hardys are back. And I had ruined the greatest the reveal. surprise. It was like the best moment of that entire WrestleMania, and I yeah. ruined it. Yeah, I mean, and I know you talk about it. Like you can still go back and feel the chills and oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely, but. Like I think they did we, such a good job hiding that. I think we talked about it in a for me to ruin in a watch
1: along that I've gone back and watched that clip at least a dozen times since it happened <laughs> and still just. But yeah, it was it was sad, but it was cool. That is one of my top two or top uh, on the list as well. It was cool because that one genuinely was a surprise. Like, nobody was actually genuinely expecting that to happen. Because the Hardy Boys had been on their, their quest for gold. Uh, and they had been winning every single tag team championship. Yeah, And always in the back of every WWE fan's mind knew, well, they're never going to be able to finish this, though. Because they're not going to come back to WWE and then win that championship, too. And they were at a Ring of Honor event. Just the night before where they won the tag team championships there. Yeah. And then they showed up at WrestleMania and won the tag team championship there. They did complete it. They won every single tag team title belt in that run, in that quest for gold. That was. We use the gold to destroy the gold. (laughs) So amazing that they were able to do that and that nobody actually believed it was going to happen. Like it was, I was just uh, floored. I was floored by it. Yeah. Um, another one I got: Sting arrives in the WWE after yeah. after so many years of speculation of Is he going to do it? Is he going to ever show up? Can Vince ever convince Sting to show up? Now, sure, his run wasn't great, and they waited for us to give up. They really did. Uh, but the fact that he did show up and did have a few matches. Was amazing, but just that first time seeing him there—that's ah, great. Yeah, and you—you—it uh, you, was almost the exact same feeling of Sting showing up in AEW last year. Yeah, with the snow and everything falling yeah. down and all that. That's it's just,
0: that's the other great surprise of Sting showing up. <laughs> Sting just showing up is, Sting, is yeah. A surprise. Sting is such an
1: iconic character. It's and so and such. Mm, I just I can't. DB. Mm, he's the best. I just love him. I love him to death. <laughs> Um, Hit me with another one. Uh, WWE buying WCW. The Raw with the simulcast, where Nitro uh, wrestlers had no idea what was going to (laughs) happen. And Vince is just reveling in it. And then they have the whole thing where Shane shows up at the end saying, no, I bought WCW. Yeah starting a brilliant storyline, which you know they had to have come up with on the fly within those last couple weeks when this happened, because it was a very quick deal done. And it was just a oh, that was a that was a historic night to watch. Cause I had always been team WWE. But I knew the WCW had been kicking WWE's butt for many of that much yeah. of that time that I'd been watching. And so I always had in my mind if one was gonna go down, it was gonna be WWE. So that night, you know, he felt like just a proud fanboy he did he, it. They I, did it. They conquered I, him. But you also had happen. like I, I, I read a lot of magazines, wrestling magazines back then. And there was one issue that I got. It was like, dream matches that'll never happen. And it was pitting all these WWE versus WCW superstars against each other. Yeah. And when that happened, your your mind eventually or immediately goes to, they can all happen now. Right. Oh. Which, of course, most of them did not, because most of yeah. the big superstars did not come over no. to, WC, to WWE right away. But a few not. of them did. A Rock versus Hulk Hogan match was in that magazine of a match that's never going to happen. Yeah. And it happened. And yeah. it was great. Yeah. I mean so that was there was that was that was uh a defining moment as a fan for me.
0: Uh Lesnar comes back at 2 in 2012 to challenge Cena. That was crazy. Because Cena had just come off of like okay, now I'm going to uh, cuz he had just come off of uh losing to Rock in the first yeah, once in a lifetime match. Yeah. Um the first of two once in a lifetime matches. Cause right. Some people are lucky to have to have more than one once in a lifetime. Yes. For once in my life, I want it twice in my life. I want it twice in my life. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a really cool way, because like John Cena came out and was like, okay, well, you know what's what's next for me? And then Brock Lesnar comes out, and it's like, oh, John Cena's just going to get killed. That's just all that's going to yeah, happen. He did. He did uh, now. And he did. It was, it was great. It was fantastic. I loved
1: it. Uh, Shane McMahon returns. Another one of those things that literally nobody... There was no rumors that this was going to happen. Nothing. They had that weird buildup of, like, the legendary person of the century or something. Yeah. And, of course, Vince gives it to Stephanie. And then that here comes the money hits. And the crowd loses it it was the best for 15 minutes yeah not really but it felt like that it was the longest pop i remember ever happening like they could not continue on with the segment for so long shane mcmahon is crying at the response and he keeps trying to say thank you to get them to stop talking and they don't they're just yelling this is awesome no way blah 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 all this stuff just going nuts I mean, it was a beautiful moment. It was a great moment, um, and then he stayed and he ruined it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, my last uh, surprise that I have is uh, AJ Styles coming and coming and joining the WWE.
1: Yeah, that was a cool. Moment. Um,
0: after his after his big run with New Japan and after him being the guy in TNA, like there was no like who name another person from TNA. You can't. Don't worry about it. It's not possible. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett Jeff Bobby Jarrett. rude, Abyss <laughs> Ric Flair
1: You know no, Jeff <laughs> Jarrett Is running another Like I didn't yep. realize He was running that yep. other one what, yeah. I don't remember What a global force wrestling Or something yeah. like that I didn't yeah. realize He was running that one too Yeah that's a surprise I mean geez we just won't stop So that was a uh, <laughs> The uh, So I have three more And a okay. couple of them are quick um, Nexus invading Raw Yeah Where they went nuts And Daniel Bryan Choked out uh, Joey Styles I think With his own tie, with his own necktie, and he got Daniel Bryan fired (laughs) immediately. So that was fun. Uh, That was a real-life thing. He really got fired because he really did that on camera, and Vince really hated it.
0: I I love the interview. (laughs) I found there's an interview after he did that, and he was like, yeah, they're like, what are you going to do now? He's like, I don't know. I've got an English degree because I'm going to teach. (laughs) Uh,
1: Seth Rollins' Heist of the Century. Where he came in when everybody thought this was just another, like the third Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar WrestleMania match. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're going to have Roman Reigns win, and none of us are going to be happy about it. Yeah. And then Seth Rollins comes in at the last second and saves that pay-per-view at the end there. It was a great pay-per-view all around. It was really long.
0: Our buddies uh, Scott and Mike were both in the crowd that night. Oh, that's right. And they said they're, they're like you couldn't hear anything. <laughs> like the music ha- the music hit and you just couldn't you couldn't move. You couldn't hear anything.
1: <laughs> you we're just all yeah. complete stun. My number one my number one is the Vince reveal as the greater power <laughs> behind the Ministry of Darkness. Because it was shocking. Legitimately shocking because you had seen in the weeks leading up to this how Vince had been been actually teaming up with his lifelong enemy in Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Not as heels. That came later. The heel thing where they were friends. No. Like these Vince was becoming a good guy. It was like a it was a, it was just a, a surreal thing, and you cheered it on. You wanted yeah. it to happen. You had Vince and Rock and Stone Cold and Mick Foley and the Union that it they was had set up, and then him just revealing that at the end. And there were rumors that it was him, but th- that was one of the rumors that no one wanted to be true. Not because it was going to be yeah. bad story wise, but because they knew it was going to break your dang heart. Yeah, and it truly did, man. But it was such a good storytelling moment as well. Like, I just, it, it was my, it's my favorite wrestling memory yeah. from those early years of me yeah. watching.
0: You know, you talk about the the DX invading WCW and realizing like, oh, this really is war. Yeah. I think the first time that, um, when I look back on it, when I, the earliest that I think, okay, this is war, is Lex Luger showing up on episode oh, number one of Nitro. Absolutely, like, yeah. This That was a, a statement, you yeah. know, like... Here you go.
1: <laughs> that balls in your court, Vince. Rick Rude being on both shows on, both shows. on the same
0: night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really kind of crazy. Um, there it, were a lot of good, there were a lot
1: of good surprises uh, with that you, war.
0: Really, you just you Dean you Ambrose
1: couldn't. or John Moxley showing up on at the end of All In. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. double or nothing or whatever it was. You could have. That was really cool too.
0: You had so much. You had so much potential. You 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 literally could not have lost, and yet you still did. WCW. So, well, that's says for us. Uh, head over to our Facebook page. Head over to our Twitter. Let us know what your favorite surprises over the last thirty years have been. Um, uh, oh, huh? I have. I have. A, I, have, a, I, have a th- I had a thought. Okay. This could turn into a segment, but I'm just going to say it here. Okay. Um, John relates everything back to wrestling. I'm going re- to relate a piece of news back to wrestling that has nothing to do with wrestling. Okay. And that is the death of football legend Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden was the head coach for the University of or for the Florida State University football team for, uh, I don't know, a thousand years. One, one of the winningest coaches in program history, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Uh, he passed away last week or week before at 91. One of his star athletes, Ron Simmons. Really? Yep. Ron Simmons played for for the great Bobby Bowden. There's actually a story where Bobby Bowden uh, called Ron Simmons boy, and Ron Simmons was like, you're not going to call me boy. Because he thought that was like a, like a race thing, yeah. which, and, yeah, and I get it. Bobby Bowden was like, "Why don't you come over to my house for dinner?" And apparently, he refers to everyone in his family as boy, like maybe even the girls. <laughs> <laughs> and Rodson was like, "Okay, I guess he refers to everybody as boy. Like that's what that's what we do." So. um... <laughs> So, and as a Florida, as a University of Florida fan, uh, even I can be sad that Bobby Bowden uh, is out, and I'm sure Ron Simmons is as well. If you like the podcast, um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Is there anywhere you can't listen to the Two Words Podcast?
1: I don't, those weird third party things that don't just aggregate to other things.
0: Don't don't bounce your signal off of a satellite in Japan. You'll get Russian <laughs> hackers. That's probably not even us.
1: But we're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple music, like you said, uh, even Amazon podcast, which is still relatively new around there.
0: We're there. We are, we are pioneers. Um, (laughs) and if you do like the show, we would really, really appreciate it. If you'd ever your favorite social media outlet and give us a like at two words, LTN, got it right again, two for two. It's going to be great. Um, it's going to help out big time very soon when I try to use Twitter to bully someone into being my friend. And I'm gonna need your help. He means he wants someone on the show. I do want someone on the show, and I'm if I have to annoy them with my friendship, I will. Uh, and you guys are gonna help. We'll be talking about that real soon. Uh, and for more nerd content, you can head over to lovethynerd.com because we are uh, just one cog in a podcast network. Yes, that is. All sorts of love. Uh, has all sorts of nerd culture Things stuff. If love. you're a nerd, it's got what you need. Um, <laughs> you nerd, about, nerd out about anything. We got give you me, covered. Give me, a, give me a treat yourself for every nerd thing that we got. Give me a, um, do they have anime? Treat yourself. Do they have board games? Treat yourself. Do they have video games? Treat yourself. Do they have comic books? Treat yourself. Do they have fishing? <laughs>
1: no, I don't, think, I don't think we got that one. We don't have fishing. <laughs> I don't think we have a fishing podcast.
0: <laughs> do we have Doctor Who?
1: I mean, not a dedicated podcast, but we talk about it a lot. We you talk about Doctor Who?
0: <laughs> we are so glad that you joined us. We are so glad that you're here, and we hope that this season is going to be even better than the last. Um, which is not going to be hard because I'm going to be so much more prepared this year. <laughs> yeah, so many notes this time. I did. I had. You didn't just write it on a, a napkin. One. <laughs> 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 which I did once. I had a napkin from Burger King
2: You're,
1: you're so high pitched I can't understand what you're saying You had a Burger King napkin I
0: had a Burger King napkin and I wrote down some I jotted down some stuff because I forgot we were. I was hosting a podcast I didn't prepare for the, for the idea that was mine. So hopefully this is going to be better. Um, so stay tuned. Uh, we're going to be doing even more watch alongs. We're going to be doing even more podcasts. Um, more content is going to be coming out uh, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. But until then, my name's John, his name's Matt. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you.